0: welcome back you beautiful people i'm mel i am the creator of wilma the wonder hen podcast we are beyond grateful that you tune in each and every week and we are forever grateful also in the background you will probably hear a bunch of chicks you may hear miss pumpkin screeching and you'll hear polly pocket my little lone quail that has become obsessed with me and i am also obsessed with her so that's your little warning. If you hear screeches and scratches, don't worry, it's fine. Today, we're going to kick off our summer series. We have some episodes coming up with Miss Jennifer, and she will discuss with us the common um, laying reproductive issues that uh, our backyard hens uh, seem to be affected by the most. But for me, the lone episodes, we are going to discuss summer. And today's episode is all about heat stress and how to prevent um, a heat stroke, which is an emergency situation uh, in our backyard flocks. Another quick reminder, disclaimer, I am not a veterinarian. I do not claim to be one. This is from research that I have personally done. This is uh, also going to come out of Gail Demeroux's book and conversations that I've had with our own personal veterinarian. Hey y'all, I'm Mel, and you are listening to Wilma the Wonder Hen. Are you a chicken math loving mama or daddy? Together we'll dive into the latest poultry keeping adventures, chat about everyday life, with a generous mix of some hilarious stories. bringing you fascinating interviews with poultry owners from all over. You'll find tips and basic advice from your local veterinarian, along with new chicken keeping gadgets and reviews. I'm gonna see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma has to say about that. We're going to encourage and help you build a stronger, healthier flock. Let's go see what Mr. Jangles and Wilma is up to. Let's go let these heifers out. As always, I want you to be proactive. I want you to research the signs and symptoms, and I want you to research uh, how to be prepared in case of an emergency. To start with, I'm going to read you a quote out of Gail Damero, the Chicken Encyclopedia. During long periods of extreme heat, hens stop laying and all chickens suffer stress. When temperatures reach 104 degrees Fahrenheit or 40 degrees Celsius or above, chickens can't lose excess heat fast enough to maintain a proper body temperature and may die. So this is a very serious situation that your chickens can get themselves in. And that is where we come in to help them. A typical chicken's body temperature is 106 degrees Fahrenheit. So chickens operate their best during 70 to 75 degrees Fahrenheit and anything above or below can cause a chicken to have to adjust. Now the degree that this will affect your chicken will depend on age, breed, uh, humidity in the air, not just temperature, airflow, their diet, and general overall health to start with, like going into summer, going into those those heat high heat days you know are they at their best health to start with when your chicken's normal temperatures increase uh, they are going to look for ways to try to cool themselves off their the enzymes in their bodies are speeding up which means they're they're increasing their metabolic rate they are going to look for ways to cool off so the first thing you may notice is panting they will hold spread out their wings away from their body it looks like they're puffing up kind of similar to a a broody hen we have to remember that chickens do not have sweat glands so they are going to pant they are going to uh the excess heat is going to come through their comb through their feet they're going to remove the internal body heat through the lungs and the air sacs and the air spaces within some of their bones too these are ways that your chicken normally um, expels that extra body heat. When panting isn't enough to reduce their body heat uh, temperature, they will do something called gular fluttering, which is a rapid uh, vibrating of their throat muscle. We're going to go over the signs of heat stroke first. And then towards the end of this episode, uh, I'll give you some simple tips that you can implement into your own flock to keep them cool. Now, we did make a post, a short video over on Instagram. Uh, there you can find some simple tips that you can implement quite easily. And also, our listeners, well, our followers over on Instagram, they gave some great tips. So it'd be very beneficial for you to go check that out. And our listeners here, if you'd like to make a comment and kind of Chime in on how you keep your flock cool. We would love to hear from you too. Here are some of the typical signs of heat stroke, but these are also when a bird is trying to cool themselves. So when you get to an emergency situation, as we get to the end of this list, labored breathing and panting, which they're going to do that during the hot months anyways. Pale combs and wattles, Lifting of their wings away from their body. This you will see during the summer months. But now we get into more serious. Lethargy. Uh, severe diarrhea. Now, your birds will probably get some type of loose stool during the summer. This is because they are consuming, you know, consuming twice as much of the normal water that they would consume, and it's going to cause some loose stool. But severe diarrhea and seizures. This is when it's going to get serious. Now, in this emergency situation, I always advise to first call your veterinarian but in the meantime the research that I've done is it's not a lot of information out there most of it is move immediately move the bird into the shade place a cool towel a cool wet towel over them or bring them inside provide electrolytes um, even to the extreme of submerging them up to their necks in a bucket of cool water now this would be in an emergency I know I talk about not submerging them typically, you know, if they were just trying to cool themselves off. But obviously, this would be in an emergency situation because you want to bring that body temperature down as quickly, as healthfully and as quickly uh, as possible. But always consult your veterinarian. But in an immediate life or death situation, you know we're going to do what we have to do to try and protect and save a life. Now let's go over some simple things that you can implement into your backyard flock Uh, first and foremost, the most most important thing is water. Lots and lots of fresh, clean, preferably cool drinking water. And you can do this by making a lead to using an umbrella. Uh, There's lots of ways that you can go about making sure that their water is in the shade so it stays cool. I know a lot of people add electrolytes during the summer. The only caution I have on that is to be sure that you make sure you have they have access to just clean drinking water and not just electrolytes. They need to have an option. I Always make sure that we have an extra waterer per coop just in case one happens to evaporate that, you know, on a hot summer day and we didn't get to it. Always have like a backup water within their reach. Uh, the next thing you make sure that they have access to a dust bath area, preferably in the shade. Uh, You know, I know uh, not everyone has their coop up underneath a big oak tree or a big tree or whatever have you. Uh, Maybe you built it before we thought about that types of things. But like I said, you can utilize things to cover to make even a small area that is in the shade. Uh, Some of our followers utilize fans. I know if you have electricity, that is a privilege down at your coop, but I've also seen online and Amazon where you can buy battery operated fans. Another thing is misters or what we call sprinklers, something to keep a nice cool effect in their area. Uh, You can also provide hydrating treats if you're going to give some treats. Now remember, chickens are not going to be eating as much as they would normally do. They were probably going to be the most active early mornings and late evenings towards sunset, towards roost time. Uh, You can provide things like frozen watermelon, frozen berries, um, like greens. Greens have a lot of good um, hydrating effects. I know a lot of our followers use ice cubes and just all kinds of very creative things to keep them chickies cool. Uh, word of caution. Uh, I do not suggest, and this is from my veterinarian to provide apple cider vinegar or any type of vinegar should not be given during uh, times of high heat. This can interfere with their calcium. And during the summer, you know, chickens tend to lay less because they're spending all that energy trying to keep themselves cool. Or you may see uh, thin shaped eggs or misshapen eggs, you know, that heat, stress heat can cause so many um, issues in all of their um, systems. Some of the research I did read indicated that you could replace high energy carbs for a little bit of added fat, you know, instead of giving, definitely instead of giving any type of scratch grains, uh, preferably you would get fruits and hydrating things, but you could also add a little bit of fat. But you also want to be careful with your added fats because fatty liver, um, syndrome is a real thing. We did make a podcast on that. We've lost a few of birds from. So in general, we're very cautious about, cautious about what we do provide for them as snacks. Their protein needs may change because they're going to be eating less. And when they're eating less, that means they're consuming less calcium. So like I mentioned earlier, thin-shelled eggs, um, misshapen eggs, maybe they stop laying. These are normal things that happen. I do suggest that you try and research and find a local veterinarian ahead of time, just in case maybe someone you can be in contact with, ask questions over the phone. Uh, A lot of veterinarians uh, only see small animals, you know, dogs and cats and things. And you have to have more of a specialized to see chickens. But maybe just uh, start out with a communication with them. This is always very helpful. Um, even if you don't bring them in. A lot of our local vets, you know, they may have a conversation with someone over the phone just to give them an idea of what to do in an emergency situation. Because I know that it is a privilege to have an aviary veterinarian, and we understand that. I do recommend, uh, I always promote Gail Demereau's books. The Chicken Health Handbook is a just an outstanding book. It has complete guide of all things, chickens, and situations that uh, come up. Some things that we can handle on our own if you do not have that privilege of an aviary veterinarian or even a vet who would just see a chicken. Another website is Merck's vetmanual.com, poultrydmv.com. Uh, there's many blogs out there, the Chicken Chick, so many different ones. I know COVID Clucker. she has a pretty good blog, lots of good information on there too. And not to toot her own horn, of course, com. She does have a blog too. And we have lots of information on our Instagram account. I just want to say a big thank you to our followers and everyone who has left a review. It Each and every review means so much to us and it doesn't go unnoticed. And I appreciate you from the very bottom of my chicken loving heart. We always want uh, compassion to fuel education. You know, the more we know, the, the better we can be um, chicken owners, poultry owners, take care of them. I currently have a lone baby quail inside my house. Her name is Polly Pocket. Thanks to Mary. Uh, she helped me pick the little baby's name. Uh, I'm not sure what happened there. This is totally off the subject, but we only ended up with one. I think I collected the eggs during the time when the males hadn't quite re- uh, reached maturity, which they are now. So we're going to give it a try, um, another time, but little Pocket and I have become very close. And this pumpkin is not happy with that situation. Also, we all know that the H5N1 is continually going on. We are in lockdown, flock down and we'll continue to do so. They do, uh, They have mentioned that the heat will hopefully kill it out and we can go back to being our happy free range uh, flock because we are having some issues with some aggression. Not too bad, but they are definitely uh, used to growing up their whole entire lives free ranging and this gives them adequate space. That is another tip that we forgot to mention uh, to make sure that you have adequate space in their coop during the summer. They need room to get away from each other. They need a place that is well ventilated, lots of airflow. These are all great important things to remember. And keep in mind if you're a new chicken keeper and maybe you purchased chicks the beginning of this year and they're going to be going outside, these are all important things to keep in mind when you start building that run and that coop, which you probably should have already done. That's it, y'all. We thank you. We appreciate you. Um, we hope to see y'all soon. See you over on Instagram. Uh, you can also email us at wilmathewonderhand.com. We would appreciate any reviews that you leave us uh, on this podcast. And don't forget to check out Gail Damaro's book. It's one of those books I will shout from the rooftop to every chicken keeper out there. It is a just chock full of so much vital information till next time y'all bye uh one more thing punky asked you to please share this podcast with a friend i mean if i have to tell her you didn't share it i mean it's gonna be scary i'm mel and you are listening to wilma the wonder Hen.